Hey, if you found yourself here by clicking on a big red X somewhere you saw on the internet, then you need to hear this. You need to hear the ways in which you will stop yourself from winning in three, two, one. Hey everybody, this is Jay-Z bringing you your midweek dose of the midweek muscle. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody out there. Got anything special that you're doing, hugged up, cuddled up, loved up, or doing anything special with someone special, or maybe even special for yourself? Great. I love it. I think we all should take a little time to pamper ourselves every now and again. But talk about pampering yourselves. Like there's no one out there that is not taking care of themselves as much as our Olympians are out there. The Olympics. I am a proud fan of watching the Olympics. It's been in one in my house nonstop. I love seeing the drama associated with who's going to win and how, but I also love seeing the winners win. Most times when you're watching the winners win, they're chasing or fight they're like they're they're chasing or fighting back tears, whatever you want, however you want to say that, but, or they're like cheesing to the stars. Like they just cannot, there is just this permanent fix of a smile on their face. So it's either one or the other. So it's so interesting to watch, you know, if they won more than once or if they won for the very first time, like what sort of emotion that they represent when they're standing for their um, country's national anthem. But then you think about the reason why those tears are being fought back or held back or why they're grinning so hard is because they are thinking about all of the hard work, all of the sacrifices they made, not only for their physical bodies, but for their friendships. Financially, there's a lot of sacrifices that are made when you enter into the Olympics, believe it or not. Um, There's a sense of pride that is insurmountable in that moment. And Overall, it's just a heightened emotional experience. I mean, there are probably only a couple of other experiences in life that will ever feel like that. And they are one of the few that get to experience something to that magnitude, unlike any other. So, you know, I I absolutely love watching the Olympics for those reasons. Um, but also think of this, like when you think about an Olympian, since we're on that track, when you think about the Olympian, You think about the odds of even becoming an Olympian. So if we talk about there's an event that is held once every four years and like something like the NBA or the NFL, where, you know, you have men and women drafted to these national leagues and, you know, they have tournaments every year. So if you think about like the NBA, uh, the odds of being drafted by the NBA out of university is like. 2%, 0.02%. And uh, the NFL is just a little bit higher at 3% or 0.03. Now, I looked at, I tried to do a little bit of research and I looked at like, you know, just by happenstance, I found swimmers. So if we looked at the USA swimming team in 2015, there were over 3,000 teams that represented the USA Swim League. And they registered over 362,000 swimmers. Only 49 of those swimmers made it to the Rio Olympics in 2016. 
So if you're thinking about the odds there, yeah, you guessed it. That is 0. 0.0013. Not a lot. So when we talk about a, a level of pride that is insurmountable and sacrifice and, and tears and, and all of that hard work, you're thinking about like that is one person out of the 0. 0.0013 selected to go. And that's just for one nation. And we're talking about the entire world, right? So ah, when you crunch the numbers and you think about how hard they work to get to that point, it's like, no, there's no wonder why the emotions are so strong. But that's why I love to watch it. Um, so literally the absolute best to be able to claim that you are the absolute best, it is by far crippling. So anyway, why bring all this stuff up? Uh, because of this. Inspiration. Listen, Bill Conti was an absolute genius for making this song because I like I get all of my feelings when I hear the music. That's the theme song to Rocky. If you didn't know what was being played or how or why, uh, I don't even know when Rocky was made, but I know I was real little and I just remember hearing that music over and over and over again. That, that movie was like a repeat. But every time I hear that music, I get all in my feelings about it. Um, and I mean, again, it's like, if we're looking at the things that inspire us or if we're feeling inspired by watching the Olympics and watching the games, it inspires you to get motivated towards goals in life. Like for some of us, again, that's losing weight, working out, simply winning, right? You get motivated to want to win in whatever aspect of life that is. But the sad part about it is this does not happen overnight. And that's the hard part. It's like Dr. Eric Thomas said, he's like a, he's like a motivational speaker. He's like, he coins himself as the hip hop uh, motivational speaker. I, I absolutely like watching him as well. Like you guys are getting all my little inspirational tips this time around, but he said it best. It's like you, you have to want it. You have to want it as badly as you want to breathe. Whatever that goal is, you have to want it as badly as you want to breathe. And if you want it that bad, you'll find a way to make it work. So when you get all in your feelings and you get all inspired by something and then you get motivated to go after the goal, you can't just think it's going to happen overnight. Or you can't just think it's going to happen within a few weeks or within a few months because we all know that anything worth anything is, is going to be challenging. But moreover, like, let's take my example. Like if, if you're going to get out there and maybe try to start something or, or do something new on like what you've done before, it is going to take weeks and weeks of doubt, months and months of more doubt. And then maybe, you know, this, that might even turn into years, but you're just, you never really know when your hard work is going to pay off. So that is why we get to this point right here where we are right now is this keyword obsession. So I heard this word over the weekend and, and it got me thinking 
very long and very hard obsession. When we start to make our actions optional, we no longer become obsessive about the goal. So first, I think I think obsessive, I really think about it, it's, it's a little bit of a bad word because obsession with too much of something is like you've committed your life to it, but for what end goal? So we have to be careful when we say the O word, obsessed or obsession or obsessive. I think if I... According to how I was thinking about it over the weekend and even up until now is I think if we perceive it as this way, maybe it becomes a little more tangible or realistic. When I stop making actionable items optional, I become obsessive about what I want to achieve. If I stop making actionable items optional, I become obsessive about what I want to achieve. So this is where we get that breakdown. You know, if we, if we really think about the thing that we want to accomplish, we have to embody work, sweat, humility, tears, pain, and discomfort as a part of those action items. Because we know that if we set out on any good fight for what any good reason, with any good purpose, with any good measurable, actionable item, that it will bring a level of discomfort and pain and tears because you're passionate about it and joy because you're really happy about it. But you're going to sweat to your brow and it's going to break you some days. That's where the obsessive comes in. That's because you're putting in action. Right. So if we have to become obsessive about the actions that will get us to the goal, because when you are around people and they find out how serious you are, they start to believe you. Because we know that people don't get serious about what we want to do until we show them. But then we sit here and we say these things and we know these things and we swear to these things. But let me tell you, I'm going to swear to you that you cannot have the spirit of a lion and the heart like Rocky and celebrate in the glory of Winnie when you tell yourself you can't. When you say those words, I can't. So my question is, do your words mimic your actions? And are you ready to get obsessive about your goals? It's not so easily said than done. But I promise you, if you work a little bit today, and then work a little bit tomorrow, and then start to make it a weekly habit, the weekly habits will change into monthly habits. The habits will eventually turn into practice. The practice will eventually become a ritual that no matter how hard or how long you're working on that goal, it will become a part of your DNA and that you will not stop until you've achieved your goal. But you have to make it realistic. It has to be broken down. You have to start be you you have to start seeing success and being able to reward yourself off the little steps that you're taking to get towards a goal. Otherwise, 
we get to that point of saying we can't. So this week, think of that, think of those goals. Think of what you're doing towards those goals. Think of how you are making little tangible steps towards achieving those goals. And think about how in order to get there, you need to have the spirit of a lion and a heart like Rocky. From bitch to bull, baby. Let's go.